0: Edward. Zach! Zach, 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 Zach. Oh my God. Dude. What in the flying donkey tits have been going on?
1: Well, so, at work. um, The J-O-B. Apparently, I work at a zoo. So, these guys decided on the TikTok challenge. You've probably seen it. Maybe the audience has seen it. Um, the idea is to eat. Ten cheeseburgers from McDonald's, single patty cheeseburgers, in five minutes.
0: Like the dollar menu?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just the single patty, small cheeseburger. Like, I guess it's the same size as a Happy Meal. Eat that cheeseburger, but eat it ten times in five minutes. I feel like that's doable. So, I feel like it's not because I struggle with the five saltine crackers in a minute and a half.
0: Well, that's different texture and dryness compared to juiciness of a
1: cheeseburger. So you think you think juiciness of a cheeseburger, and you know, like that's not wrong until you apply that theory to a Happy Meal cheeseburger from McDonald's. It's mostly bread. Like, if you looked at it from its side profile, like eighty percent of that is fucking bread. It's gonna be tough.
0: I I know you remember this way back when, many, many, many years ago when we were in high school, before Friday night games, we would go to McDonald's and get their 35-cent cheeseburgers. 100% remember. And we'd go anywhere from 5 to 10 to sometimes 15, 20, depending on how hungry we were, right? Well, I was going to say, for the
1: most part, it seemed like we could knock down 10, no problem.
0: 10 in five minutes. Like, in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do that.
1: No, and I, and I guarantee you, like you can knock down two in probably a minute, but after that, it's tough. And man, when you pile them all up, it's it's a decent size amount of bread, man.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm willing to try it. I mean, no, I'm going oh, to add course. this to a list of videotaped stuff that we're eventually going to do,
1: right? No, I 100% want to try it. And uh, the so full disclosure, the guys that tried it uh the the number was six that's the highest that anybody got um apparently though on the actual challenge like on tiktok the guy he does double cheeseburgers jesus and he knocks out 10 double cheeseburgers in less than three minutes
0: is he a professional
1: i don't know i'm gonna call bullshit on that but i mean if he's a professional eater yeah that's different None of well, us were professional eaters. I mean, I dabble,
0: but. So have you ever competed in any food competitions? Never. I did one uh, before COVID, Sister COVID came, and um, it was at CC's Pizza. And I know a lot of y'all are like throwing up in your mouths right now because I mentioned CeCe's Pizza.
1: I actually like CeCe's Pizza. <laughs> but it,
0: I, I love them. Um, it was a 28-inch pizza, I believe it was. 28 or 32. I'm going to go with 28. Okay. Um, it was me and another guy. It was supposed to be one topping with a fountain drink, no ice, right? So me and my buddy beforehand, were like, he's like, man, I can't just do pepperoni the whole time. I think it's going to get old. I need to change something up. He goes, are there any vegetables you'll eat on your pizza? I was like, spinach. How about that? He goes, okay, we'll go half spinach, half pepperoni. Well, we've all been to CCs. We know how thin their pizzas are. That's the mindset I go in. I'm like, okay, that's how it's going to be. Wrong says I uh go in and it's a thick pizza
1: so they changed and their recipe just for this challenge
0: yes That's it's bullshit. a fifty dollar buy-in per team if you finish it in under an hour without getting up or throwing up you get 500 bucks or something like that okay um so we sit down we start eating it we're cruising we're cruising we're cruising oh by the way i thought I outsmarted the system and got power aid horrible choice should have <laughs> gone with sprite so I like, yeah, you need the, the carbonation so you can burp so um my partner he starts eating and all of a sudden i see him hit a wall at around like 30 to 45 minute mark and he's just oh. like i can't do it and i'm going I'm, i'm trying spinach was a bad choice because of the fact that it got cold and soggy and just disgusting the pepperoni was fine was going through that but Long story short, we were unable to finish, um, and we lost. Guy comes in literally right behind us by himself. Not only did he beat it, but he got the fastest time in the Houston area, which got him, I want to say, like 1000 or $3,000. Wow. Was he a big yeah. dude? No. Nope. See, that's Sick. so weird. That's the same thing like that
1: Kobayashi guy. He was, what, 105 pounds, fucking soaking wet? Right. And he's eaten 900 tacos or whatever the hell it was. You
0: know what I'm talking about. So. Insane. One quick challenge. See if you can do it. If you're a native in Texas, you know about it. The 72 ounce steak challenge out in Amarillo, Texas. Um, It's a 72 ounce steak with sides, baked potato, shrimp cocktail. uh, A side salad. I think a roll. Yeah. And you have to finish all of it. Yep. Um, I want to say in under an hour.
1: Uh, yes, you have one hour to complete it. Um, could you do I, it? I've been there mm, three times, I think. And I can honestly say no. Yeah. I could eat the steak. I think the steak is not a problem. It's all the side bullshit that they want you to add to it. Oh, well, part of it's a baked potato, too. Yep. And that's the filling part. Like, obviously, 72 ounces of steak is a shit ton of steak. I'm like, don't get me wrong, it would be a struggle to finish that. But I could do the state. But um, I do know that there is a woman who has completed the challenge. Um, She set the record for women. And I think she did the entire thing in like under seven minutes, right? But what the weird part is about her is that for dessert, she did it again and finished two of them in under 30 minutes, which is disgusting. How do you... I don't know how you don't get sick after that.
0: Yeah, Molly Schuller. I've seen some of her videos and she is just flat out disgusting. She looks like an animal. Yeah. It's horrible.
1: It's not, it's not like there are some videos on OnlyFans where it's just like, you know, chicks eating food. This is not one of those ones that you want to see.
0: Nope. I will not go, I will not be going to Reddit to see that one.
1: No, you want to
0: avert your eyes. Oh. Dude, we've got a lot to cover. Um, sports have just been. I feel insane. like it is is like the NFL free agency market
1: on fucking meth or like what is going on? I don't know, but we got to get today, into. Today, a whole ready? other thing broke down. Like, let's fucking. Let, oh my god.
0: Let let we're we're flabbergasted. <laughs> we we've got to dive into this. You ready? Let's do it. Woo! <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of 2 Wannabe at Please Talk Sports. I'm Ed.
1: I'm Zach.
0: And here we are again, assholes. NFL offseason going crazy. But before we get into that, remember this episode is brought to you by rrsportsbetting.com. Text the code 1877 bet and, win, and use the code Wannabe for a free $100 in gameplay. We got March Madness going on right now. Why not go ahead and get in? Uh, while you still can get that free hundred dollars to use towards betting on, on these games and double it, triple it, quadruple it, do whatever you can with it. Just go make that paper. I said, with um, all those
1: upsets, go put it on the underdog to cover. See what happens. You might make some Seriously.
0: Money. I mean, it's not your money, it's house money. You ain't got nothing to lose. They don't ask for a deposit, they don't ask for any information except for your name. So hit them up while you still can. The steroids that have been going on in this offseason, I don't even know steroids, you may have called it right, with meth heads or whatever. It's insane. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't even know where you want to start it, because a lot before Aaron Rodgers was kind of small ball compared to the snowball that fell down the hill.
1: Right. It's Uh, like that that happened, and that was a little bit tame, basically. I mean, he ended up going back to Green Bay. We kind of thought that was going to happen. We were hoping for a little bit more drama. Then after that, the fucking bottom fell out.
0: Aaron Rodgers comes out, says what he says, goes ahead and accepts what he wants, and uh, Russell Wilson's like, hold my dick. And out of nowhere, I mean, we kind of expected that he was going to be traded, but there were still rumors that he was going to stay in Seattle. Boom. Denver Broncos, Noah Fant, Drew Locke. um, Shelby Harris. Shelby Harris and some draft picks all go to Seattle for Russell Wilson. And right then and there, the world's going crazy talking about the AFC West is now going to be owned by the Denver Broncos. Hold up, hold up, keep your popcorn, wait for the credits to be over because there's more to see. Uh, shit, so we have after that, dude.
1: Khalil Mack gets traded from the Bears to the Chargers.
0: He goes there. Um, later on that the week, uh, Devontae Adams gets traded to the Raiders and becomes the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. Um Las Vegas picked up more players I can't even think of right now because my head is still spun from the past two, three weeks of everything that's going on. Then as all this is going on, the world is on the edge of their seats waiting to see what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Is he going to Atlanta? Is he going to New Orleans? Well, he was a ball boy boy for Atlanta, and he's from there, and he loves the place and this and that. And, oh, wait, New Orleans, they had a second meeting with him. And the. Cleveland Browns come back into the conversation out of nowhere, give him the biggest contract, most guaranteed money in NFL history, and now he's a Cleveland Browns. Uh, me, as a Texans fan, I think the, the draft capital that we got is decent, but I think it could have been more compared to what you see with, like, Russell Wilson. Now, granted, Russell Wilson is a established quarterback who's been to a Super Bowl twice and won one of them, nine-time Pro Bowler. Um, I get why he, his package was so much more, but his age up there... Um, is, you know, he's getting up there. Whereas Deshaun Watson is going into his fifth or sixth year. Granted, he sat out last year and made millions for not doing anything. And now he's getting made paid millions to where he might even be suspended. So, uh, I think that's why Russell Wilson got more just
1: because there is some ongoing issues with the legalities of what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Um, I don't, obviously he's not going to jail, but there is a possibility of a suspension based on, you know, like a, like a conduct policy. Uh, we saw that with Zeke, uh, with Zeke for the Cowboys. Uh, we saw that with, you know, a couple other guys getting suspended for these random things, you know, uh, Tom Brady being suspended for inflate gate and all that kind of right. stuff. So, you know, there, there's, there's still a possibility that he, granted, he's going to be the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns from now on going forward, whatever. But there is a possibility that he might miss some games next season. So that's what they're planning for.
0: Then you keep moving on, and then Buffalo Bill says, Hey, don't forget about us. They cut Cole Beasley, which was a shocker to me. They go ahead and get OJ Howard and Von Miller. Yeah. Um and who saw Von Miller getting a
1: six year deal for $120 million? It, I didn't see that.
0: Bonkers. Um, Tom Brady comes back and says, whoa, 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 I want to be in the news. And he goes ahead and pulls his retirement, and he's playing back again for Tampa Bay. Chris Godwin signs the uh, contract with Tampa Bay, staying there. Uh, They signed Russell Gage. Russell Gage gets signed over there. Uh, Tom Brady goes ahead and restructures his contract once again to go ahead and get uh, Fournette with him again. So Fournette's now back with Tampa Bay. Uh, Jeez, I feel like I'm missing big pieces, but... I mean... There's been
1: so many things that have happened that you can't you can't cover them all. I mean, and then today, uh, when I called you for our little pre-meeting, Tyreek Hill got traded in the middle of all this.
0: Like, what? I never even knew he was on the trading block, but I guess that's the secrecy of NFL. Um, he's traded now to the Miami Dolphins, and they restructured his contract. And, hey, Devontae Adams, sit down because we have a new champ in town. Tyreek Hill is now the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL, or uh, wide Wide receiver. Excuse me. What's going on? I I don't. I don't know. I
1: guess I think Devontae Adams got like 117 million. Um, I looked at some of the contract. It looks like really it's probably three years for 65 and a half million dollars. Only because in the fourth season he make he's scheduled to make like 35 million, but he has a dead cap hit of like 7.7 million. So, I mean, there's some contract games being played there. But regardless, Devontae Adams wanted to be the highest paid wide receiver, and he was for, like, nine days. (laughs) So, uh, dude, the whole world is on edge. Everything's turned upside down. Down is up. Up is down. Dogs and cats are friends. Like, I don't even know what the fuck's going on.
0: And I mean, even – hell, we even missed out with the Rams. I mean, we talked about Vaughn Miller going over to Buffalo, but – the Rams traded Robert Woods to the Titans. The Titans released Julio Jones. The Rams signed Allen Robinson. Like <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, and like uh, I mean so even even Zadarius Smith, he just signed a big contract with Minnesota. Like
0: what, what is going on? <laughs> but you know all these star-studded players are being talked about everywhere. The little guy, and I brought, him, brought these guys up almost all the time when we talked NFL last season, O-Lineman. Give it up to the Cincinnati Bengals. Dude. They went out and rebuilt an iron wall for Joey B to just do his thing. Well, you know why they Alex did it, Kappa.
1: right?
0: Huh? We, you know why they did it? We why? fucking told them to. Of course. Yes. The GM is a listener of the show. He is. I was actually texting with him earlier. We had some good laughs. We're supposed to meet up for cocktails one day. Uh, but his people got to get with my people, and we're just going to go from there. Because he, he heard my voice when I got highly pissed off with him when the draft last year, they're not drafting offensive linemen for Joey B. I was like, bro, do you want him to bust his leg again? Do you not believe in Joe? You got to believe in Joe. You have to believe in Joe. Oh. Ugh. um, Right now, if you had to pick – Who's, who's Super Bowl champ? Boom. Go. Without um, even the draft happening. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> We haven't
1: even got there yet. We haven't, we haven't even had the there. fucking draft. Oh my god. Um, right now, the Super Bowl winner, NFL fans. <laughs> because yeah, you're not wrong. I don't know. Uh like, I wonder after all the trades, I wonder how it has affected the Super Bowl odds. Because I know when. Um, the Packers re-signed Rodgers. It dropped a lot of other teams like the the Broncos and the Steelers and somebody else. Like, their numbers went down because, well, you didn't get Aaron Rodgers. Well, then, hold the phone. Now the Broncos have Russell Wilson, so their odds got cut like in half, right? And so then that changed all the other teams because there was rumors that Russell Wilson was talking with Philadelphia and uh, New Orleans. And then – now Deshaun Watson gets traded from Houston to Cleveland, right? So Cleveland's odds changed, but they were also talking to uh, Miami and uh, New Orleans for Deshaun Watson, sort of like those had to change, right? And then now Tyreek Hill goes to Miami. So do those odds change? And then Devontae Adams goes to Oakland, or he goes to Las Vegas, which by the way, do you know who his best friend is? Derek Carr. Derek Carr. They set all kinds of records at Fresno State in college. And I mean, you know how important friendships are in college. So, uh, I dude, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I'm just going to like throw a dart at the board and whatever team it lands on, as long as it's not Detroit, I think they have a shot.
0: (laughs) i we didn't even talk about Mitchell Trubisky possibly getting another starting position in oh Pittsburgh. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, I completely forgot. We haven't talked about Carson Wentz being traded to the freaking Commanders. Who are or ones? Matt Ryan going to the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. The world is on fire. Um. By the way, great move by the Colts. You trade to get a uh, former MVP quarterback for a third-round pick. Granted, it's at the end of his career, but you've got – weapons and options around him, and Jonathan
0: Taylor can actually run the football really well. So so I'm, I'm not mad about it because of the fact, like, we got to see what Philip Rivers did towards his final season with the Colts, and they did okay. Um, I personally still think where Matt Ryan is now, having a team, having an O-line, we're probably going to see signs of an old Matt Ryan. Not MVP Ryan, Matt no. Ryan, but we're still going to see a productive Matt Ryan. Uh, and, and I
1: think Matt Ryan is head and shoulders above what Phillip Rivers ever
0: was. So, hands down. I mean. Um, and then you still have Julio Jones, who's looking for a team, who's been in talks with possibly going to the Colts. Uh, T.Y. Hilton's gone, so he's possibly looking for a team as well. I mean,
1: on the wide receiver front, Odell Beckham's out there. We didn't right. even talk about uh, Christian Kirk going
0: to uh, Jacksonville. What the hell is Jacksonville doing? See, the the owners meeting that they had at the end of the season somebody slipped something into the community punch that made them all just have open wallets to give a a slot receiver or wide receiver number 2 a fuck ton of money for somebody who's never had broken a 1000 yards season yeah um i think he I mean, has a total I, of what he, well he
1: had career highs in catches and yards right But obviously, he plays on a team that had A.J. Green and uh, DeAndre Hopkins and um, uh, Rondell Moore they drafted. So, I mean, he has – like, it's not like he went from the Jets who had, you know, no wide receivers and he wasn't doing anything and then he got signed to a big contract. So, I'm I'm okay with the amount of money. Excuse me. I'm okay with the amount of money, but I feel like they had to do that because – nobody wants to play in jacksonville that whole organization was a dumpster fire no i don't want to say the whole organization because i feel like they're trying to right the ship right they had they had some of the staples in place great running game good offensive line middle of the road defense right they were building something and then they went into left field and hired urban meyer and urban meyer just fucked it up i mean i Royally, we, we both agree that we don't think that um, the quarterback, uh, we, we don't think that he's like going to set the world on fire. Um, I mean, obviously he's good enough because, you know, he was drafted number one, but I just, we just never were sold on Trevor Lawrence, no. but that's who they drafted. That's who they got. They need to just, I, I don't know. They're taking now, firing urban Meyer and cleansing everything. It's like, okay, we fucked up last season. We're going to go forward. We're going to start over. Let's do it right. And I feel like they're doing it now. So at least the owner and, and the GM, they have they have their head on, screwed on right. They screwed up hiring Urban Meyer. Maybe they got caught in the fanfare. And it's like, oh, hey, look, something shiny. And they, they, they admitted their mistake, and they cut their losses. How many teams have we seen in the NFL? They They hire the wrong guy, and then they
0: never admit it. Right. Um, I Jacksonville is, I think they're just flashing their wallet and it's not really going to do much. Um, we've seen
1: it before. I mean, they, they, they signed Julius Thomas a long time ago, right? You know, they signed a bunch of free agents and it never really panned out. So, okay. so then on Jacksonville, I don't think that that those moves are going to push them into the forefront to win the, win the division. Um, I am excited now that the Texans have unloaded, the burden of Deshaun Watson and they can move forward. Uh, They got the number three pick in this draft. Um, From all indications that I've read, they're going to continue to go forward with with Davis Mills. Um, They will not be drafting a quarterback in this draft. Um, But I still think um, the Colts with Matt Ryan and the Titans with, you know, Derek Henry, Devontae Foreman and uh, Ryan Tannehill, those are the two Top teams in the division, um, even with the third wild card, I don't think Jacksonville's even
0: contending. Um, but I do like the direction they're going. the The Houston fan base, as we've mentioned many times, and I, I mean this is like your ones that just stick to like six ten radio or yeah. the Houston Chronicle. They they're like, oh well, you know, Deshaun's gone. Look what Cincinnati did with the with the Bengals and Joe Burrow, and they went to the Super Bowl, and we can do the same chill the fuck out, all right? Chill the fuck out. Um, the Cincinnati has been building this team that got to where they were for a couple of years now. They've got great picks. Granted, whenever you have a losing seasons, you're going to keep having high picks, and they just made the right choices. I don't see Houston getting into any spot as far as being a contender for maybe at least five years. Yep. Um, they're going to have to do something to get free agents drawn to come to Houston because the management already has – this look on their face to where people just don't want to come there because they don't want to deal with resting bitch faces. Right. Yeah. Uh, the Colts, I think with Matt Ryan do give the Titans a little bit more competition. Um, Colts still have a stellar defense. Um, but you know, you look at Tennessee and what they've done for the two, the past two or three seasons, especially using Derek Henry as a workhorse, um, and AJ Brown, as long as both of them two, if them two can stay healthy, that's still going to be a dynamic team right there. Um, for the most part, I believe I've read that their defense has pretty much stayed together. Uh, I'm but... really interested
1: to see who the Colts are going to bring in as wide receivers. That's that's where I'm at because that's who I think they're lacking. They have they have tight ends, um, they do have uh. Oh, great. Now I just lost his name with Michael Pittman. They do have him. He's very good, Yeah. but that's one, right? You got to have, you got to have a duo and you know, maybe they're going to use some picks in the draft. I mean, there are still some free agents that are pretty good. Um, Odell Beckham and, uh, uh, Julio Jones, Will Fuller, um, Jarvis Landry. Those guys are out there. They're big names. um, they could come in and fill in, and especially when you have Matt Ryan, who's 37. I think he'll be 38 when the season starts. Um, you kind of in a, in a win-now mode, so maybe a rookie wide receiver isn't the route they want to go. Not saying they won't draft a wide receiver, but um, looks like some of these names that are on the free agency market, those are going to be some guys that they target. But, yeah, like, I agree with you. I think Tennessee and in- Indianapolis might be fighting for one and two in that division.
0: Well, and I mean, we, like I was saying with Tennessee, we mentioned them earlier and I completely forgot them in that conversation. Is Robert Woods is now a part of the Titans, right? True. So, yeah. Um, it, it's deadly. But how many teams do you think are trying to replicate what the Rams did this past year with fuck them picks?
1: I think all of them. It used to be that that was taboo. You don't, I mean, look at, so the deal is, The Rams did the exact opposite of what the Patriots have been doing for a decade or more, right? Since 2000, the, the Patriots were always the team. Um, They didn't draft very high in the first round. They would always trade out of the first round. They would acquire picks. They would pick guys that they could mold into their system and they just built a juggernaut. Right. Well nowadays in the world of I need information now and I got Twitter and I got Facebook and I got, 24-hour news cycles and blah, blah, blah. I want to win now. I don't want to wait. I don't want to build a team that, you know, takes five years to develop because, hell, most of the time fan bases won't even wait five years for you to build around a team, right? Even if they see that you're doing the right things, they don't give a shit. They want to win now. And I applaud the GM for the Rams. That's exactly what they did. They went out. They said, you know what? They got a good guy there. I want that guy. They got a good guy there. I want that guy. I don't care what it costs, because at the end of the day, if I'm raising the Lombardi, nobody gives a shit. true. I think that that's why we're seeing such a large, so much action in free agency, because the old school thought of building a team slowly, you don't have to do that anymore. And strangely enough, this is what Jerry Jones was doing in the nineties. Jerry Jones was just buying free agents. And, you know, obviously they started doing the salary cap stuff and that kind of that that hinges that hinders your ability to buy a franchise now. But we've seen it's possible. Right. And, you know, teams are more willing to mortgage their futures on quarterbacks that are older, but have proven they can play in the league. And I think it just it goes to show once again that if you have a good quarterback, almost nothing else
0: matters, you know. So, with, with you talking about that with quarterbacks, I want to bring up a topic. Aaron Rodgers, like we said at the beginning of the episode, practically started the snowball effect, right? He came yes. out, uh, got his fat contract for three years, loses his best friend, his number one wide receiver to the Raiders. Looking back at everything now, do you think Green Bay did wrong?
1: No. Um, I think they knew – if uh, I think either way, if they if Rus- um, Russell Wilson, if Aaron Rodgers decided to go somewhere else, they were going to sign Devontae Adams to a long term contract because they they signed. I think they were letting the ball be in Aaron Rodgers' court. I think deep down they want Aaron Rodgers to retire as a Green Bay
0: Packer, and
1: that's what they're going to do. He's going to retire now as a Green Bay Packer.
0: Um, do you believe the rumor that he knew about Devontae possibly leaving? before I, he I signed do, his contract
1: i do believe that i don't think after the debacle that was the last couple seasons where he was mad at management and all that kind of stuff i do not believe that either side would leave something like that to chance right they i i think he asked all the right questions he got all the answers that he wanted and i mean to be fair like he won the super bowl without Devonte adams Right. Granted, True. that was a long time ago, but he did. So it's possible for a quarterback like him to win the Super Bowl without Devontae. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, the entire length of his his contract, he will not win the Super Bowl.
0: That was my next question.
1: No, he will not win the Super Bowl. Um, do the Green Bay Packers think that they have a shot? Of course they do. They think as long as Aaron Rodgers suits up for them, they've got a shot. And do they have a shot to win, like, games they shouldn't win because of Aaron Rodgers? Of course. Is it going to be a Super Bowl? No. No.
0: They, I, I can tell you right now, I don't, I don't see any NFC team winning a Super Bowl. Other than the Rams. Put on so much weight and so much power to where they are going to assert dominance for at least the next three years.
1: I, I don't see – yeah, There there's no other team in the NFC that I'm thinking makes that leap other than the – I mean, other, uh, that can stay at that level other than the Rams. The Rams are the only team that has, you know, the, the bone structure to, you know, add a free agent here or there, and then boom, they're right back. So, I mean, like, well, even Arizona. Arizona I, looks good, but they're – I mean – they going haven't done on. anything. Well, but something's going on with their front office. How do you have a quarterback who you drafted number one overall, who your coach is like ranting and raving about? And that's who he wants, and he's going to draft him with the number one overall pick. Blah blah blah. And now somehow there's a there's a rift between your quarterback and the franchise. Like, How the hell does that happen? And now they're saying that he he's oh, he's telling also, him he wants a contract, and they're saying that he'll play without one. I, I don't know. The, they
0: lost. Chandler Jones. Yeah. A.J. Green. Yeah. Christian Kirk. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Peterson – or Patrick Peterson was gone last year. Yeah, he was it? gone last year, yeah. But they lost another key defensive player, and you look at a team that shocked the world last year with their amazing record only to lose in the first round of the playoffs, and now it's like, oh, we're in rebuilding mode. Well, so they're, they're not, still got right? old man, because... Superman, Captain America Watts over there.
1: But – Tyron Matthew is available, right? Stefan Gilmore is available. Bobby Wagner is available. Jadavian Clowney, Calais Campbell, Melvin Ingram. Like, these are names that are household names that they could bring in and plug yeah. in for every one of those guys you just named they lost, right? And, and I haven't even gone over wide receivers True. yet. So now they did lose uh, the running back, um, Edwards. He's gone, right? Uh, not What's his name? Not Edwards. Is they, it Edmonds? Who was there? Who was there? Like not because they have James. They have James Conner, right? Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. That's who they lost. He's he's somewhere else now. I don't even know where he is, but he's gone. Um, they they re signed Zach Ertz. Okay, so that helps. But I mean, you know, Jarvis Landry's out there. Odell Beckham's out there. Will Fuller. He plays the exact same type role that uh, um, the guy that went to Jacksonville. That I just lost his name? Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. Yeah, Will Fuller can play that exact same role. And he'll probably do you it for put, If
0: Will Fuller ends up in Arizona, call Arizona Houston 2.0.
1: <laughs> Basically, yeah. But, I mean, right. there, dude, there are players um, out there. I mean, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, he's a free agent. Justin Houston's a free agent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there is there is talent in the free agent market. So, and.
0: We still have the draft. Like and the
1: draft hasn't even happened yet. And the Arizona Cardinals are nah, a younger team. They can still plug in
0: younger guys and, and be successful. And and we're jumping into it without the draft happening and free agency to be completed. I almost want to put Arizona at the bottom of that division, but Seattle has so many holes in them right now. Um, they're getting gangbanged from every side. You know, I just I letting, don't know um, what's
1: going on with Seattle because remember all the reports were Pete Carroll does not want to be a part of a rebuild. And he's 71, so he doesn't have time for a rebuild. I I don't know what they're doing. Here we are. They're saying that uh, Pete Carroll is out in front saying that their organization really liked Drew Locke in the draft. And, you know, he was somebody they looked at, but obviously they had Russell Wilson at the time, so they weren't really looking to draft a quarterback, but they graded him really high. And, like, that's a weird thing to say about a guy who – his like only claim to fame is that he went four and one in his rookie year, like that's right. all he has. So I, I I don't. If you're telling me that Drew Locke is a starting quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks, you're rebuilding. Absolutely. In full disclosure, I really like Drew Locke. I think he's the supremely talented quarterback. Um, I think he's got a raw end or a raw deal having three different offensive coordinators in three years. I think that's very hard to be successful that way. Um, sometimes being traded and getting a new set of scenery, you know, maybe that can help a guy. We've seen that with other, other guys in the past, but I don't know, man, like to put all my marbles in the drew lock barrel when I don't have to, I don't understand it. And then, you know, now we've got the deal with Deshaun Watson. Now he's playing for Cleveland. So what do they do with, with Baker Mayfield? And I'm hearing rumors that Baker Mayfield is going to have to be uh, traded with like a second round draft pick for people to take him.
0: Which is understandable. I mean, his, his the way he's reacted to this whole ordeal has been very unprofessional, yes. and it shows to what the Cleveland Browns were saying is they want an adult at quarterback. Granted, they got somebody who likes his pee touched and his butthole tickled, but uh-huh. I digress. Um,
1: I mean, apparently those are adult behaviors. I don't know.
0: But, you know, with Baker Mayfield, you look at it, and it almost seems like anywhere he goes, with the exception of Carolina, Seattle, He's going to be a backup quarterback. or He's at
1: least going to be competing. Yeah. He, he's not right. going to walk in as guaranteed starter. No. Um, I think
0: even in Seattle, even in Seattle, he will have to prove that he's a starter. So – the, the ba- Now I, I feel like we're on Baker watch just to see what happens because that's going to be the next big move. Yeah. And it's sad, too, because, you know, he comes out of a quarterback class from 2018 that people love. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, him. Granted, Josh Rosen was a bust. Um, yeah, but we didn't know that at the time, you know. Right. Um, and just the performances that Baker had once he was on the team, he got the team to their first playoffs and won their first playoff game and God knows how long. Um, he's quarterback 783, uh, for starters on, uh, how many quarterbacks of the Cleveland Browns have started, but you know, he had stints of showing some decency there, right. Of being a good quarterback. Yeah. He,
1: I mean, hell in, in 2020, they were 11 and five and most of it was because of how he played.
0: So now here he is trying to get a new home and potentially have a starting job. Um but it's going to be interesting to watch that. And so my question is if you had let's say you're Seattle
1: and you have well hold on Let, let's say you're Carolina you just yes. traded last year for Sam Darnold and he was not impressive. Correct. So you're you're looking for a quarterback and you have the option of getting Baker Mayfield or you have the option of getting Jimmy Garoppolo. Who are you trading for? Let's say you you have to trade the same amount of picks or the same amount of whatever, to get either one.
0: Which one are you going for? Both of them coming off shoulder surgery. Jimmy G's got all the experience of being in a Super Bowl, at the Super Bowl, been under some of the greatest coaches in the history of the NFL so far, or at least of this era, Um I would have to go with Jimmy G. Like I, I, know you, you and I, we've had a lot of differences when it comes to Jimmy G. But I still think he's a decent quarterback. I don't think he's an elite top five, top ten quarterback, but he complements a team. He'll complement the Browns more than Baker Mayfield will.
1: So and like it's weird, right? I hate Jimmy Garoppolo. I think right. the way that I think about him is well documented. But if I'm Carolina. I want Jimmy G. I don't want Baker. I've seen what Baker does. I've seen how thin skinned he is. And like when, you know, like when he was winning in Cleveland and he was doing all the commercials and all that kind of stuff, like it's, it was cool. And, and I'm a Baker Mayfield fan. Like I wanted him to do well, but I think he's more interested in growing his brand and making sure that he's not disrespected As opposed to showing up and lacing up his cleats and going to fucking work. And I know Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, he's a pretty boy, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, he's going to show up and go to work because he's a professional. And I just think that Baker just has not turned that corner to be a professional. And so wherever he goes, like you said, he's going to be either a backup or competing for a starting job.
0: And he's going to have to prove it and he's going to have to earn it. And I just I don't know if I don't know if he can, man. You know, here we are talking about the Browns and you know what we've completely missed. What? Amari Cooper is now Brown.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah. And then he just got traded
1: for what? Like a bag of chips? Like what's that? Stack heck? it on. Oh, so that's great for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson hasn't really had uh, you know, good wide receivers in his history, and then when he does, the team just trades them away for well, no reason.
0: Can can we go ahead and just say Jacoby Brissett is. This is good for him. We're gonna go ahead and count Deshaun Watson out for the season.
1: <laughs> um, um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I would imagine that he would be suspended, but I'm thinking he's probably gonna be suspended for six games, and that would be it.
0: Well, I don't know what you've seen on Twitter, but Browns fans are pissed to get Deshaun Watson.
1: I heard that the um, like the Women's Crisis Prevention Center or whatever in Cleveland started getting like boatloads of donations because they're mad about the Deshaun Watson signing.
0: There's season ticket holders that have been there for years upon decades following this trash team. They've been giving them up because they're not going to support Deshaun Watson and the Browns decision. Um, I That's crazy. Like, I mean, I think so people say that and
1: Do do we talk about what Tyreek Hill did in college? What did Tyreek Hill do in college? He beat the shit out of his pregnant girlfriend. Ooh. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Um, Joe Mixon. Do we talk about what Joe Mixon did in college? No. Beat the shit out of some woman in a bar. I mean, and we don't talk about that stuff. So the only thing that has ever stuck with anybody, um, obviously Ray Rice beating the shit out of his fiance or his wife or whoever and then trying to drag her around by the leg. It just looked really bad. Yeah. Um, And the Michael Vick stuff. That's really all that's ever followed people around. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are some people that you'll find every once in a while that make fun of Ben Roethlisberger and call him, you know, rapeless burger and all that kind of shit. But usually those are people that aren't fans of the the Pittsburgh Steelers. No one else really talks about that. Well, I mean, Ray Lewis gets mentioned, but it's always like an aside. Like, oh, well, yeah, he, you know, he – committed murder but he didn't go to jail like but nobody like people still hire that dude to be a motivational speaker for children right and he could be a fucking murderer we don't know right and so that's what i'm saying like i think this will go away and and it's terrible to say that but if he ever wins a super bowl in cleveland like no one will talk about that true ever Right. They might talk about it in his 30 for 30. That would be it. You know, it'd be like, it won't be like the Pete Rose thing where his entire career is overshadowed by the fact that he bet on his teams. You know,
0: you bring that up. What's up? How are we going to forget about Calvin Ridley's suspension?
1: (laughs) Because there's so much shit going on. Uh, And so, yeah, by the way, he got suspended for the entire year where he was scheduled to make like $8 million or something, and it was for betting $1,500 on sports betting.
0: On his own team. Like, what
1: a dumbass.
0: But, Whoa. I mean, here we are in a league, and I, I know we're going down different avenues. It's just been such a crazy offseason within so the past much shit month. There's to talk about, man. He, here we are in a league to where – Kareem Hunt still has a job yep. after his thing. but oh,
1: I was going to say, when I brought up Ray Rice, I just want to say this real quick. The only reason why Ray Rice wasn't rehired, even though that video was totally egregious, is because he couldn't play. If right. he could still play
0: at a Kareem Hunt level, he would have been re-signed. Anyway. Absolutely. Um, the Gregory guy. Uh, Randy he Gregory.
1: He signed a big contract with the Broncos.
0: No, 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 not that one. Uh, the one that played for Dallas. At, yeah, uh, R- Randy Gregory. No, uh, it's not Randy Gregory. Are you sure? Yeah, this Gregory—he went. He's in the U- UFC now.
1: Oh, oh, oh! No, that's uh. So it has a very similar name, but that's not. That's a different name. Uh, God, what's that guy's name? Uh. But I mean, yeah, you, like you have stuff that happens all the time, and then those guys—they just, as long as they can play, they turn up in the NFL anyway.
0: Yeah, Greg Hardy, I'm sorry. Greg Hardy, that's yeah, yeah. It's a different name. But I, nothing happened to him. Hell, he even slapped a clipboard out of a coach's hand during a game and, I mean, got fined, right? But yet this dude bet on his own team. Well, And so that's the thing that I
1: say about Pete Rose all the time. If Pete Rose was betting on his team to lose and then he's managing the games in a weird way and causing his team to lose, that's one that's thing. That's one thing. But when they're, like, when he's managing a team to win games and he's betting on his team to win, that I don't don't see the problem, right? And then it definitely doesn't overshadow the guy having the most hits in Major League Baseball history, and he has more than the next guy by, like, 700, you know? Like, it's not even close, and you can't put him in the Hall of Fame. And then on top of that, by the way, uh, Curt Schilling, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens – they're no longer going to be considered to be in the Hall of Fame. So nope. fucking stupid. So, Oh, we didn't even mention Marcus Mariota.
0: Yeah, to Atlanta. What or How are we missing all this? Or Jacksonville cutting Miles Jack and getting picked up quickly by Pittsburgh. Like, Pittsburgh's defense just got that much better.
1: I know, right? right? Like, what the hell?
0: Oh, Before saying, we get Mar- in. Marcus Mariota is expected to be the
1: first quarterback for the Falcons not named Matt Ryan, to start week one since Joey Harrington in 2007. Damn. Isn't that insane?
0: 2007. Damn. Holy, that's 15 fucking years. Whew. Dude, I, and we still have so much more football to cover. It's there, There's just, still 70 free agents that would impact a team
1: today that are out there.
0: Joe Hayden's still available. Granted, he's up there in age. Anthony yeah, Barr I mean, some of a, these
1: guys are up there in age. Like Dwayne Brown is a free agent. He's 37. But, I mean, Bobby Wagner's 32, and he led he led Seattle in tackles. Yep. So, and Jadavion Clowney is 29. Great run-stopping player. Uh, Melvin Green Ingram,
0: Jackson, Eric Fisher.
1: Rob Gronkowski's a free agent, but he's coming back to play in Tampa Bay. Guarantee it.
0: Patrick Jer- Peterson.
1: Jerry Hughes. Akeem Hicks. Trey Flowers, I mean, there are names out there that would impact the team. Bryce Callahan's a guy. Uh, he had a hurt foot two years ago, and he actually played really well last year sparingly. Um, he had a couple, like, soft, soft tissue injuries. He didn't have to play all season. But he's a guy that he steps in. He's a starting cornerback on, on the opposite side of the field. So, yep.
0: Uh, Do I mean, you think it'll be after the draft when we see something with Odell?
1: No. I think Odell will be signed prior to the draft. Okay. Um, I don't know where, though. I think Jarvis Landry goes back
0: to Cleveland. So, we've somewhat covered NFL. We've started talking about MLB. Let's go ahead and dive into the craziness of the Major League Baseball offseason. I want to say the last episode we announced that they had come to an agreement or they
1: were talking about, they thought they were really close. Um, They ended up having 99 days
0: of lockout. So for those of y'all who only listen to us and haven't paid attention to anything in the sports world (laughs) in a month, um, major league baseball is back. The two sides have finally come to an agreement. And as soon as that took place, the trades and pickups and everything was moving and grooving in major league baseball. Uh, yep. close to home for us. The one that we were waiting for. And I think a lot of the world was as well as Carlos Correa woke up. I believe it was a Friday or a Saturday morning to come to find out that Carlos Correa decided he's going to the Minnesota twins, which me personally wasn't expecting. No, but after hearing what the contract was, his agent knocked it out of the park. No pun intended. A uh, three year deal, I want to, what's he getting? 35, 31? He's a getting year? $35.1 million a year. So it was three years. It's $105.3 million, is basically And how it works the out. good thing about his his contract is he can opt out the first or second season, right? Yep. He has the op- option on both seasons. So. so
1: basically, like the way that this works out, he is betting on himself, I think. Absolutely. I think if he goes out there and he wins MVP, He can opt out and he can get a huge contract with another team. So this is – there were rumors that he was going to sign a one-year deal with the Astros. Um, I kept hearing that, and basically that's what he's done. He signed a one-year deal with the Twins. I mean, that's what it boils down to. Let's be honest about what it is. And then, you know, if he does have a shitty year, guess what? He can come right back and he'll make $35 million again next year, and he can opt out after that year too. So he's got two years – He's for sure he's got one year this year to bet on himself. And if he doesn't do well this year, he's got next year to bet on himself and make a bigger, bigger splash in free agency.
0: And I want to give it to the Minnesota Twins. This is probably the smartest contract that has been given out within MLB in a while. Now, granted, some of your contracts like uh Ronald Acuna Jr. getting for like five or six years for a hundred mil smart same, deal.
1: Same thing with Alex Bregman. Same, right. Same after the year. same
0: thing with Alex Bregman. Lock down your young players for a small t- time for a good price.
1: Now, now, I disagree with you slightly because the power to opt out is only for Carlos Correa. It's a True. player opt out. So that's, you're hamstringing the team a little bit by making it to where the player just chooses what's going to happen. I don't True. like that part of it, but yeah.
0: Um, but they're also not signing him to a 10 year deal.
1: Correct. Yeah. No, that that's the part of it that I think is the most favorable for the franchise.
0: So they must listen to the show and realize that 10 year deals are garbage.
1: Or the, you know they
0: just really looked at his profile and thought, you know what, he's probably going to hurt his back. <laughs> um, can we talk, to, talk about what Philly's been doing?
1: So I don't know a lot
0: of what Philadelphia
1: is doing. Um, I'm scrolling through the free agent list, um, and I'm at number 25-ish, mm-hmm. be- number 26, before I get to Philadelphia, according to CBS and how they rank the free agents. Kyle Schwarber Mm -hmm. signed there, which I'm not a fan of Kyle Schwarber, but, you know.
0: Good pickup, though.
1: I mean, I guess, I don't know. I like the, the I don't know how to say his name, Horik Nabel. I like that signing. It's only a one-year deal, but I think he's a great pitcher. I like him a lot. But I don't really know. Like, what else, what are they doing? What
0: else have they done? Uh, I thought they picked up the kid from uh, the Cardinals. Who? Buck draw. Yeah, uh, Nick Castellanos. Oh, okay. you pronounce so, it.
1: Yeah, he signed him to it. Was a five-year, like $130 million deal or something like that? Yes. I don't see that. Oh, there it is. I passed it. I'm sorry. He's number 14 on the free agent list. I don't want to throw CBS under the bus. Sorry. Yeah, he signed a five-year deal. Uh He was with the Reds, and then he signed with Philadelphia.
0: Yes, you are correct. So... Um, um, to me you look at them and what they have they've got some bats on their team.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Josh they play in a division
0: Rice Harper, Nick Castellanos. Yeah, but they played in a me
1: division on. with the Braves. The Braves are still pretty good. Reese Hawkins. Um no, look, I like I like some of their team and then uh Hoskins I don't know how to say his name. But that that kid Hos- Hoskins, is that how you say his name? Yes. He uh I think he came up through their farm system and I yep. like that they're growing players like that that's cool to me um, but I just don't I don't know if they compete in that division just because they signed Castellanos I I like him he's a great player um, I, I don't know there's there's a lot of stuff moving around um I mean the Dodgers they' Go reloaded they signed Freddie Freeman Um, the Braves, see the Braves, they traded a bunch of prospects to Oakland so that they could get, um, Matt Olson, Matt Olson. So he takes Freddie Freeman's spot and then they immediately signed Greg Olson. Is it Greg? Not Greg Olson. It's, uh, Pete. What's his, no, what's his name? What's, what's Olson's first name, Matt, Matt. They immediately signed Matt Olson to a a long-term deal, lock him up. He's going to be their first baseman of the future. And it just kind of, I don't. It rubbed me the wrong way, and it it to me it says something about Freddie Freeman. Was he asking for too much money, or is he not as good as as we think he is, or is he like is he injured low key? Or I mean, like that that's weird to me
0: because I don't think Matt Olson is as good as Freddie Freeman. I I think they're trying to stick to the whole younger team scenario. Okay. Um Freeman was up there he's what 30 he's locked, 32. Um so I don't know. I I like what the Braves did there. Yeah, Matt Olson from a defensive standpoint, I think is up there better than Freddie Freeman. Bat wise Freddie Freeman's got him covered. Yes. Um but I mean the the Braves are still trying to stay in there, man. They're still trying to to Probably repeat. Do I think they're going to? Probably not. Just no, I think they're...
1: it's way too hard to repeat in baseball. I'm with you on that. But they're still a very good team.
0: Yes. Um trying to see who else did some stuff. Uh the Yankees traded who they traded, Luke Voigt.
1: Well, they also <laughs> traded Gary Sanchez.
0: Yes, which was a shocker. Um, uh,
1: I think the team was mad at his performance the last couple of years. Um, the See Cubs, a little downfall. the Cubs have made some splashes. Uh, Marcus Stroman, I think that's a great signing. Um, anytime you can get top of the line pitching, yep. I'm all about that. Um, they signed this kid, uh, Seiya Suzuki from Japan. Yes, he's supposed to be like all the rage. Um, a lot of teams were trying to get him, and uh, he signs a five year deal in Chicago. Um, that's a, that's a scary, a scary sleeper team. They already had kind of, a a foundation going there. And I don't know, you make, you make a couple more moves and then that team, that team could win that division. So, uh, St. Louis took a step back. The Brewers, the Brewers are kind of there, but they're always kind of, you know, they're one step to being second in the division and they're one step back from being the bottom of the division. That's kind of how that works for them. Um
0: They've kind of been quiet this off season. The
1: Rangers have made a lot of moves too. They signed Corey Seager to a 10 year deal. And then they also signed Marcus Simeon to a seven year deal. Those are some heavy hitters for that team. Um Stealing. I think they from, from the, the Dodgers.
0: Just going all for nothing.
1: Well, I mean, it's very possible, right? They are the Rangers. They all – They sometimes they make dumb moves in the offseason. Uh, I mean, we remember they signed Alex Rodriguez to so that big-ass contract for the longest time and then never really signed anything else around him because they couldn't afford anything else. So it's possible, but, I mean, they signed John Gray to a four-year deal. Um, I'm just kind of scrolling through this list a little bit. They, they've made a lot of good moves, but those two bats in the middle of your lineup like that, I think that's good. I, I, that's going to be tough, especially Marcus Simeon. Marcus Simeon is a powerful bat. Bro, he had an outstanding season last year. Uh, then he hit like 51 bombs last year. Close to something. I mean, something ridiculous. And, you know, Corey Seeger obviously plays shortstop. They move Marcus Simeon over to second base. Um, and now you can't shift. So uh, some of their players that were hitting left-handed when you'd have like nine players playing all between first base and second base. Now that guy can actually hit uh Guzman. Yep. Now he can actually hit the entire field. So, I mean, they're building something there. And then, you know, in the middle of the summer months, the ball flies out to left center and uh, Marcus Simeon being a right-handed hitter like that, that works really well for him. Um, I don't know. It's kind of the Mets have done some stuff. Um, you know, signing Max Scherzer to a three-year deal there. Mm-hmm. Um, they signed Sterling Marte, obviously somebody that I was wanting the Astros to go after. Um, still scrolling through here. Um, uh, they'll say the Twins signed Nelson Cruz also. But yeah, the Mets got Mark Canna, which is a great utility player. Um, we've seen him. He played with the A's for a while, so we always would watch him play. Um, I mean – there's been a lot of moves in the off season and really the off season kind of just started like what, two
0: weeks ago. So, yeah. uh, I don't know.
1: There's a lot of, lot of
0: pieces moving around, but recently a couple of days ago, Trevor story finally signed with the team with the Boston Red Sox Boston Red Sox. That was somebody that I thought the Astros
1: might go after if they didn't sign Carlos Correa. Um, But it appears that the Astros are going to go with, um, either a minor league shortstop or they're going to try to um, sign somebody here here before the season starts. But, I mean, it's very possible that they move. Um, if Jordan can try to play first base, then they can move Yuli to third and move Bregman to short. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on. There was an interview with Bregman maybe a couple months ago. They asked, could he play shortstop if he had to? And he said, oh, yeah, 100%. Um, those of you that know he played at uh, LSU, he played shortstop, but, uh, they asked him like, you know, would you just be kind of filling in or how would you play? He's like, no, I can absolutely play shortstop at an all-star elite level. I would be the top shortstop in the American league, blah, blah, blah. Obviously he's very cocky. He's very confident, but, um, I mean, he's a natural shortstop. So, you know, he could do that. Um, it does hurt the range a little bit moving him from third base to shortstop he's probably a little below a, a little under the top shortstops range wise um and then it probably would hurt the astros a little bit at third base because yuli's just not clearly not as fast as bregman um, Right, but with them banning the shift you know maybe your third baseman doesn't have to be as athletic as it used to be you know um go back to the days of like scott Rowland, where scott Rowland was a great third baseman but he didn't really have to move so I don't know, man. It's weird to me how crazy NFL and NBA and
0: MLB have been in the offseason in this short amount of time. It's insane. Now, granted, you know, whenever we used to be able to put these out a lot more frequent, it probably wouldn't be as clustered. We apologize for that. It's just him and I have been talking to each other almost daily on the phone uh, about everything that's been going on, and we finally get time to to put it on here for y'all to listen to and hear our quick opinions on it. Yeah. If you if, if you need any more or want to know any more about our thoughts on some of this, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, um, and you know we'll we'll gladly give it to y'all. We we keep saying we're going to put out some TikTok episodes where we give our opinions on some of the stuff, but you know life
1: is what it is, right? So yeah, that might be have some have to be something that we look at some of these topics that happen like quick pop up a TikTok video and be like, Hey, this is what we think. I know you guys want to hear what we have to say. Um, we are,
0: uh, we still are planning to the, the last episode I mentioned our first guest, Juan Torres, uh, professional boxer, uh, MMA fighter. We're still trying to get our schedules jived to where he can be on the show. Um, I want to say we're supposed to be having a live uh, NFL draft show together. Yes, we're trying Um, to coordinate that too. That's in the works. And then Um, we are also going to do the Wheel of Destiny to where Zach and I will get individual divisions for each sport, including college, to where we will go ahead and give you our uh, betting picks uh, that we're going to go with on each week. Uh, And, of course, we're going to be making those bets on rrsportsbetting.com. Uh, and
1: I also, I have purchased the
0: airsoft, uh, airsoft assault rifle
1: bro, for your we, sweet, We've got sweet a lot best.
0: this season. We've got a hamburger challenge. We've got an ash. Oh, my heat. God.
1: I forgot about the hamburger challenge.
0: Yeah, we got to yeah, do that shit, too. So- uh stuff is in the works as always and we appreciate y'all's patience and just if anything for most we appreciate you listening we, yep. we know you can listen to any podcast out there but you chose us two idiots and here you are with us and we truly do thank you for that
1: yeah we, we i know we we joke and we bullshit and whatever but we are really appreciative of the feedback that we get and the following that we have and i i enjoy talking to people and, and, and discussing certain sports topics and talking to people about the podcast and trying to bring people in. And, and even if your opinion is different than mine, fucking hit me up on Twitter. Let me know. You're an idiot, and this is why. Like, I want to hear it. I'll argue with you. I don't care. Bring it on.
0: Well, the next time that uh, you're trying to speak to your lawn guy and you bust out your uh, How to Speak Spanish book from 1987 <laughs> and you can't figure out what to say, just say – Hey, listen to two wannabe athletes talk sports. Yeah.
1: You know, the next time that you're, uh, in the grocery line, buying Tampax for your lady, bring up two wannabe athletes talk sports. Tell them, Hey, you know what? I ain't afraid to buy no Tampax and I ain't afraid to listen to no twats on Twitter.
0: I work Getting for me. Tampons for my old lady's twat. Listening to the twats on the headset. That's right. On the AM FM. <laughs> Guys. This has been another episode of Two Want to Be Athletes Talk Sports. I'm Ed. I'm Zach. We'll see you next time, assholes.
1: Always the goat.